From the Pamela Family Studio, you're listening to Faith and Family State House Update. I am Joshua Putnam, president of Pamela Family. This is our first episode, and we're excited to begin this journey with you. Faith and Family State House Update is a podcast dedicated to informing you about issues at the South Carolina State House affecting your faith and your family. In this episode, we'll cover a topic that has received much more attention in the past few years, human and sex trafficking. I sat down with Representative Russell Fry of Horry County to discuss a bill he has introduced that would help put an end to this horrible problem. Have a listen. We're here with Representative Russell Fry. He represents Horry County in the state legislator, and he's been one of the leading voices and one of the leading members on sex trafficking over since the time you got here. Yeah, uh, three years ago. And so, so we we really appreciate uh, Representative Fry's work on behalf of of victims that do not have a voice in South Carolina, and and we tre- we tend to think sex trafficking is a Hollywood type issue that you see it in the movies, you think of it in European countries and third world countries, but you never really really think about it happening in South Carolina, especially in conservative Bible Belt South Carolina. But um, Russell Fry has introduced one of the most leading and most um, transformable bills um, this session, House Bill 3181. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'd love to hear you kind of explain some points of it. Um, yeah, absolutely. Josh, I, want, I yeah. appreciate you and Paul Meadow family. Y'all do excellent work on highlighting this. It is such a need not only uh, in South Carolina, but nationwide. So the work that y'all do is so critical to this and making sure that we have sound policy and and your members helping to drive that discussion because it exists and it's in our community. So uh, that's the impetus for this. And and, uh, this bill kind of came as a result of uh, a group called Shared Hope International, which looks at different laws and states um, and how they stack up to the rest of the country. Uh, We were considered, South Carolina was considered because of the work that y'all did and the legislation that we did last year together, um, the the most improved state in the country in dealing with human trafficking. So this bill kind of helps tie up some of these loose ends that we still need in this state. Um, You've got um, expansions of the definition of trafficking to include um, sexual exploitation of minors. That is huge. Uh, You've got um, law enforcement tools that allow them to prosecute and find these people to make sure, not only that they find the victims, but that they find the bad guys to be able to put them behind bars. Um, it protects minors um, from further prosecution. And um, a, a real big an interesting twist and a new development in trafficking is this thing called sex tourism where you um, where you go to a resort or something yeah. like that somewhere or yeah. a hotel somewhere um, and it's kind of a, uh, an emerging field in the world and so this kind of puts a stop to that in yeah. South Carolina. And I think some people are kind of familiar with that term when you're talking about big sporting events like the Super Bowl. You hear statistics where it's some of the highest traffic areas with sex crimes um, and, and so Obviously, that follows big sporting events, but even since we are a tourism state, right. um, you have a lot of people coming into South Carolina that don't live in South Carolina, and right. even people traveling here from other parts of the world. And so it's, I think it's good to be forward-thinking um, because we don't want to react to something after it's an epidemic. Right. Um, we've got to start protecting these kids' lives um, and being able to think of things that are happening in the yeah. future and things that are happening in other parts of the country as well. Um, You're exactly so right. So being a large, um, a very tourism state, having, I mean, millions of people come here every single year, 
um, is very important to have that aspect in this bill to be able to address that. What do you I, say? I think you're right. I think you just hit the yeah. nail right on the head. And yeah. I think this is a kind of a comprehensive approach to really dealing with this issue. I think there's a lot of good ideas out there. Um, this just helps get us there. Yeah. And and one of the uh, the issues that we hear about and that you've heard about when you were in the General Assembly is that law enforcement need their tools and yes. they need to be able to find these people. Yeah. Um, and I think this helps get us there. I think that and, and, and help also on the flip side to make sure that these victims um, are able to, to the extent possible, come back into the fold. And I think we've done a good job in this state, not only prosecuting human trafficking cases, but also focusing on the victims and trying to rehabilitate them as much as we can. Yeah, and I think what's important for our listeners to understand is this bill identifies the one who are is putting people in these types of arenas mm-hmm. that are exploiting these um, these individuals. And so what it's what it, I appreciate of the bill is it doesn't go after the victims. It draws, I think, very clear lines of who is the perpetrator who's doing these horrendous crimes and the victims and treating them as a victim. So I know, I believe your bill kind of addresses some of that to make sure that we're not locking up the victims that are are forced to work in these sex trafficking areas. And I think that's something very important about the bill as well. Absolutely, and I think that's that's so important that we make that distinction moving mm-hmm. forward because a lot of times, and, and and if you ask folks in the FBI or whatever else, that you know you have cartels that are no longer trafficking in drugs as much because yeah. heroin stays heroin in the locker room, cocaine stays cocaine in the locker room, but you can twist the human mind in such a capacity that people don't realize that the world that they're in. Yeah. And I think um, our approach in this state um, and really nationwide should should be to try to make sure that these victims, that we can get them back, that we get them out of this uh, world yeah. that they're in and that we also allow them to kind of heal. And yeah. I think that, that's so critical. And you're exactly right because, I mean, these girls, they've already gone through a traumatic experience. Adding injury to ins- um, just and it compounds right. where these girls would get another charge and, and it affects their life and continues to affect their lives. So I think it's important to be able to draw that line to understand who's the victim in this right. and go after those who are victimizing these girls that under no choice of their own would ever be in this type of industry. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I think this I think this gets us there. You know, we've had some great talks with law enforcement yeah. folks. Um, they like the bill. Um, I think that, uh, you know, we've had tremendous success in the last couple of years yeah. on advancing um, and making sure that our laws meet the needs of today. And I think this gets us there. Yeah. I think this is a great step forward that, that and that something that South Carolina can be proud of that their state is very aggressive in making sure that we not only prosecute these people, um, yeah. but that we, uh, on the flip side, are, are kind of holistically looking out for the victims. That, that is great. And that's um, and then the other part of the bill also is the definition. Mm-hmm. And maybe not a lot of listeners um, and viewers really understand how important it is when you're talking about definitions and coded laws. And those definitions allow law enforcement to be able to go after the right. bad people. And so I think this bill does very good of defining the definitions right. and, and putting that in place. And, and obviously sex trafficking, I mean, it is, it is becoming a, um, it's, um, it's not a new topic. Right. Um, but when we think of our laws being written 20, 40, 50 years ago, right. um, this wasn't as an as a epidemic Right. Uh, 50 years ago. Yeah, you so, just didn't see it. So, exactly. And so, I think it's really important for our listeners to know of why we need to put definitions in the code to give law enforcement extra tools. And and also, your bill gives great tools and training to law enforcement right. to be able to combat this. And that's so big. You know, a couple of years ago, Josh, the um, Chief Justice made all the judges in South Carolina kind of take a human trafficking course. Yeah. And, you know, you kind of go, well, why would, they, why would he do that? Well, uh, judges see this, uh, unless you're trained to see it, 
and spot it, you don't always see it. And so uh, something as, as simple as a, a runaway um, or a delinquent child who um, you know, is maybe struggling in school that find themselves in front of the family court, sometimes a little probing um, and, and questioning by either the lawyers or the judge yeah. could really get to the bottom of something great because that's what we see, especially with children, yeah. is that is oftentimes they are kind of a runaway scenario where they're rebellious or whatever and they, they find themselves in a world that they get caught up in that they no longer have control yeah. over and they continue to go back to it yeah. um, because they, they don't know and they don't know what they're getting themselves involved in until yeah. sometimes it's too late. So I think this... Uh, the definitions is huge, um, and and moving this state forward, I, you know, for, for folks that that you talk to, and I'm sure um, you understand this, and they understand it, but they um, people need to be watchful. I mean, this is not something that is in some faraway country yeah. only. It's yeah. it's in our own backyards yeah. too, and it, and it happens everywhere. I mean, right. we see it in upstate, in the Midlands, down in the PD, in the right. coast. I mean, it's not even if you think, hey, I live in a rural area, um, right. you'd be surprised of even local businesses that, right. that are engaging in this type of activity. Um, it, we think of it as a taboo type topic, but it really isn't. Um, and, and at Palmetto Family, we've been seeing that mm-hmm. popping up and all across the state. Um, right. And we appreciate your leadership on this. Um, for our listeners to know, uh, Representative Fry, I mean, you laid the foundation last year. Um, I think the Attorney General said the bill that was passed last year was gave him more tools than he's ever had before. Right. And I think that's how we went from, an I believe it's an F right. to a B. Correct. Um, I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, going from a, a, an F student to a B student. Um, and so <laughs> now we're going for an A+. Plus we're trying and, to get there. And it's good to actually hear South Carolina actually moving in the right direction. We're always usually at the bottom of, of almost every list for right. the wrong reasons, but it's nice to actually be a state that's leading on this issue. It is. So, so we appreciate your work on Thank this. Um, uh, I mean, truly, I mean, this is a biblical principle. It's a family um, issue in South Carolina. We've got to strengthen the family unit. And right. um, if we're not protecting the victims in our society, who is and who's speaking for that? Absolutely. So, and so, I want to thank you yeah. and, and all Palmetto family for your work, yeah. because I mean, without uh, your advocacy last year, in the General Assembly, but yeah. Palmetto family's advocacy on this issue, you know, this bill yeah. might not have passed, and um, this is a, it yeah. was a great step forward last year, and I hope that that continued focus on this issue can can make South Carolina, um, you know, uh, very aggressive in dealing with this, and yeah. and, and uh, from a prosecution standpoint and from a victim standpoint. Yeah. Well, great. Well, well, thank you for your yeah, time. Thank you. thank you for working on this, and we look forward to continue to the talk and and to push this legislation through and. Um, whatever we can do to help. Um, I know our listeners are very passionate about this um, Mm -hmm. topic um, because it is an important topic. But thank you. Thank you for continuing to to fight for the the victims in our society that doesn't have a voice. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. To stay up to date on all the movement on issues affecting your faith and family, subscribe to Faith and Family Statehouse Update on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, be sure to leave us a positive review. It'll help others find us. Find more episodes of Faith and Family Statehouse Update at palmettofamily.org backslash statehouseupdate. This episode was mixed and produced by Briley Hughes from the Palmetto Family Studio in beautiful South Carolina. Thanks for listening to this episode of Faith and Family State House Update. We will see you next week.